Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create and grow income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Are you tired of trading your time for money? Do you desire freedom today instead of retirement in 10, 20, or 30 years? I'm MC Lobsher, and this is the Cashflow Ninja. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Lobsher here. And welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today. In today's show, we're going to look at how to use technology to create a competitive advantage for your real estate business. My guest in this episode is Gary Boomershine. Gary founded realestateinvestor.com in 2005 out of the need to scale and grow his own real estate investing and home buying business with a family legacy in the real estate niche and a long successful career in enterprise and emerging technology markets, Gary saw the vision for realestateinvestor.com. He noticed the glaring opportunity to leverage people, processes, and technology to gain a leg up in a changing and competitive marketplace. As he worked to develop and use the initial product and service, he saw his real estate business flourish by allowing him to work smarter, not harder, and focusing on the one thing that makes money, talking to sellers and making offers. That's when realestateinvestor.com began offering its flagship product, REI Vault, to the savvy investor market. And according to Gary, most small real estate enterprises limit their growth and many times fail because they lack real marketing and sales expertise along with the infrastructure to scale their businesses. If you're interested in joining our investors group, you could go to cashflowninja.com forward slash investors group and fill out an application form and or email me at info at cashflowninja.com to start the discussion to see if you're a good fit for our group. And if you're living in the Philadelphia, Bucks County and Southern New Jersey area, we are hosting a live investors meetup event every month in Newtown, Pennsylvania. For more information on the monthly event and information on how to join us at our next live event, you can go to cashflowninja.com forward slash events. MC Lobshier, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast and also the president and chief wealth and investment strategist of Producers Wealth, where we help our clients integrate cashflow banking, also known as infinite banking, with their business and investments. If you're interested in learning more about how we create strategies that integrate cash flow banking and investments to turbocharge them, you can access a video series at yourownbankingsystem.com. That's yourownbankingsystem.com. Gary, welcome to the show. I'm excited to be here. This is this is awesome, man. I really appreciate the opportunity. I know you and I have been speaking about doing this for your loyal group of listeners. And so I hope I uh, knocked the cover off the ball for uh, delivering some really good stuff here today. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm definitely sure you will. And it's uh, it's been great to connect and a pleasure uh, having you on the show. Uh, for our listeners that's not familiar with you and what you do, can you please share a little bit about your background and journey? Yeah, for sure. Uh, my name is Gary Boomershine. I run an organization called realestateinvestor.com. Um, actually, more of you might know of us. We're called uh, the, the 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 main platform is called REI Vault, and we're the largest marketer uh, in the real estate niche for finding off market deals. So we've done over uh, I tell everybody twenty seven million pieces of direct mail. I actually think it's over thirty million now. Um, we're sending out about a million pieces of direct mail a month. Um, 
we're the largest Podio user, so we've got a Podio system. Some people have their own, but uh, we're the largest Podio user in the world. And we got about 250 top producing investors and real estate agents around the country that are using us really as an extension of their marketing and sales team. So not only do we manage the marketing, execute the marketing to drive leads, but also we built a sales ninja phone team that does all the qualifying, screening, following up, and appointment scheduling. And then recently, about four or five months ago, we offered a cold calling capability where we're now actually doing outbound, we're basically pulling phone numbers, so data stacking, skip tracing, pulling phone numbers into the, into the auto dialer, and then um, relentlessly calling to get qualified, motivated appointments for, for our members so that, so that everybody, like we're all investors, right? We really put us in front of the sellers and let us make the money and close deals, right? That's the money is making offers and, and closing great deals. And a lot of people get stuck in the minutia of like trying to find that special fairy dust list or the special postcard. It's like, you know what, why not just bring in the team of experts that know how to do this. And uh, we do it all for the cost of like one $10 an hour resource. We'll, we'll manage the marketing and do the phone work included in that. So anyway, that's, I do that. I started uh, full-time in 2004. So I've been, uh, I, I was actually, you know, it's funny because I was, <laughs> I was in Tampa. We had, I think you were there, but it was a JV reunion. So a lot of the guys uh, like Sean Terry and Kent Clothier, um, gosh, a lot of the people that a lot of us know that are coaches or, you know, run podcasts. So they, they, they called me, they basically said I was an OG. I'm like, what's an OG? And they said, you're like original gangster. And I'm like, oh man, that's kind of funny. So I've been around for a while. I just turned 50. I started full-time in 2004. And I was just telling a, a group of people that when I left to do full-time real estate, uh, we had a two-month-old baby, Ashley, who's now a uh, freshman in high school. I had a four-year-old daughter. We had a $700,000 mortgage because I live in California. So that's like, that's a small house. And, uh, and my wife and I both left our jobs to do real estate. I'm like, talk about burning the bridges. It's like, oh my gosh, I could never do that again. So I'm a little wiser. I, I, I always tell people, hey, you know, this is an awesome business, but don't necessarily burn all your bridges day one like I did. Yeah, that, I mean, that's uh, definitely daring right there, taking that step into, uh, into real estate. Um, so tell me, uh, when you got started as an investor and so forth, what type of real estate did you guys into, get into and uh, uh, how did you guys build your business? Yeah. So let me just, my background, by the way, so uh, I grew up in a family real estate. We had a real estate brokerage called Boomershine Realtors and, uh, and, and we had rental properties. And, but I was forced, all of us kids were sort of forced almost at gunpoint to like get our real estate license. So I was a licensed agent two weeks after turning 18. Um, I had, I, I basically paid for college by holding open houses and door knocking, school of hard knocks, right? And, uh, and driving for dollars and uh, also fixing up our rental properties and stuff. And I hated it. I absolutely hated it. I actually, uh, I remember, I, I actually have a picture. I told my dad, I'm done. I'm not going to actually do real estate. So I went down the technology path. So I have a computer engineering degree from UC Davis. I got recruited to uh, the largest technology and management consulting firm in the world. It's called Accenture. Um, 
and and it was awesome. I got to work 90-hour weeks, travel all over the world. I never actually think I saw daylight. It totally sucked. Um, typical, typical corporate world, right? Being a slave for somebody else. And then after doing that for almost six years, I'm like, there's got to be a better way. So I decided to do technology sales. I'm like, hey, instead of like working for hours, I'm actually going to go sell stuff and have a nice cushy life and found out that that was uh, not everything I expected. I did four technology startups um, on the enterprise sale side, so got really good at selling. But I think my first year in sales in 1990, I want to say it was 1999, I had 180,000 miles on United. And even when I'd come home, the dog would bark at me. And I, I tell that story often because it was like, my wife and I were so burnt out that I'm like, you know, let's go back to what we know. And so we decided we were actually going to get into apartments. That was our goal is to get into, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, like so many of us. And the whole concept of wealthy is when your passive income is greater than your expenses, right? Is the defect where you actually have mailbox money. And so we decided to do the apartments. And then I went to one of those big seminars and I got excited about the foreclosure, like negotiating. This is back in 2004, which was you could negotiate and buy debt and negotiate and buy uh, foreclo foreclosure properties. And so I did that uh, very successfully from 2004. And then I shut all that down in 2007. I started doing more creative deals. And then with the change in the market, I was doing a lot of rehab lending. And now, now today with this current, like I've, you know, real estate's a seven to eight year cycle, right? Yep. So right now, this is an incredible, this is probably one of the best money-making times I've ever seen, but it's really wholesaling and uh, do a ton of first position lending. And we are picking up some deals, uh, cherry picking. Dave, Dave Dodge has such a great concept. Um, he's another podcast guy, a friend of mine. Um, I think he did like, a hundred deals last year, but he, he, uh, he says, keep the best and sell the rest. Right. And, and yeah. so that's our philosophy as well, which is, you know, cherry pick, we're wholesaling the deals we don't really want to keep. And then we are picking and cherry picking the ones that are portfolio, which is, uh, which is my strategy. So I'm in four markets and then I run a team. There's 75 people for REI vault and um, totally distributed. They're a large team in India and a large team in the Philippines. And so kind of keeps me busy. Very, very nice. What markets are you guys operating in and why? And what are you seeing currently? You know, we're yeah. talking about a cycle. What are you seeing in those markets? Yeah, I'm outside of the main Bay Area. So I do, there's two primary counties that are not right in the San Francisco Bay Area, which is where I'm at. So typically it's about an hour and a half drive. Um, because of a lot less pressure, the profits and the cost per deal and the profits per deal are still really good. That ratio is something we manage. Um, Salt Lake City. So that's, we were in Oklahoma City, but I pulled, I pulled out of Oklahoma City primarily. Lots of reasons I did that. And then uh, one other market that's quiet because I've actually got some other people that are out there. And so um, primarily in those four markets. And then in terms of my private lending, it's mostly California. I'm mostly in in uh, first position loans, in stuff that I know, um, in, in, in the event of a downturn. So I do that. Um, what I, I, you know, the question of like what I'm seeing. So first and foremost, I've, this is an off-market market. The deal flow is going direct to the seller. And um, 
That means direct mail, pay-per-click, cold calling is incredible right now. So direct mail and cold calling are the two that I think are the, the best two avenues. Uh, you know, there's door knocking, there's putting out bandit signs, et cetera, but it's going direct to the seller. These are not, you know, MLS listed properties because there's really no inventory uh, to get good deals. So that's, that's what I'm seeing. I'm also seeing a lot more pressure. Like there's a lot more competition when you see the smart money that's moving like uh, open door and a lot of the venture and hedge funds are now coming in, right? Zillow just announced, you know, they're, they're now making offers. So we are seeing pressure. And so the cost per deal is going up. Um, the, the, the main thing I'm seeing, the guys and gals that actually have, the term is ISA. So having an inside sales team, a phone team that does nothing but working the leads, those are the people that are really, really crushing it. What that means is, you know, t- here's the, the national trend, 80% of the profits, right? 80% of the profits in real estate are going to, on, on interacting with sellers, are going to come between the fifth and the twelfth interaction. And less than 10% of any investors or agents ever follow up more than twice, right? So the money is actually in reaching back out. What we're finding is, let's, let's say sellers call off of a marketing piece and their first interaction is, hey, I'm not interested in selling right now. Most people, let, those are dead leads, right? So they'll, 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 they'll move on. What we're finding is four to five months later, those are goldmine leads because just because a seller said they're not interested today, if you start interacting with them in four months, we're seeing a lot of those converting into profits. Um, so that's a big one. So an inside sales team, we actually provide like with REI Vault, we provide that team. I almost, I mean, I think it works out to like $3 or $4 an hour. So for 500 bucks a month, we plug our phone team in uh, for our members and they'll, they'll work the leads. Uh, they're on an auto dialer, you know, an average person full-time can, can call, you know, if that's all you did is call sellers, which by the way, is a terrible uh, job. It's typically not something you want to do full time, but one person can dial about 100 to 125 sellers a day. Um, and, and, and what we're finding is it, you're typically getting about one and a half to two appointments out of that. And so, so if you could do that, if you could have somebody dialing 200 a day, that means you're going to get two appointments to three appointments a day, right? So you want somebody doing that every day, especially if they're doing it for like free or close to free. Yeah, absolutely. So I like what you did with bringing in the real estate from your background and then merging it with technology, the interest that's, that's, uh, that's in there as well. From a, so from a marketing standpoint, yeah, I mean, a lot of people thought the cold call was dead. And as you just mentioned, the statistics definitely prove otherwise. And I mean, uh, maybe you can speak of how this is such a cardinal part because essentially a real estate investor or someone in the business now as a sales and marketing team working on their behalf and they can just focus on getting in front of the seller and closing deals with with the seller. Yeah. Yeah. You know, everybody said direct mail was dead five years ago as well. Cause it was from 2009 to about end of 2012 direct mail. uh, First off 2009, it didn't work. Cause if you were sending out direct mail, the sellers that you're getting on the phone, still had 2008 prices in their mind, right? (laughs) So 
and, and, and all the deal flow was with the bank-owned REOs and and uh, foreclosure auctions and HUD, right? That was like if you had some cash, you were you were you did you never had to send out a postcard. So everybody in 2012 said direct mail sucked, right? And so those those people that started in we had it was like a gold mine. Um, now there's more competition. Cold calling the same thing. Cold calling is like why would you ever cold call? And now with the pressure, people are doing it. And to get cold calling, why is cold calling working? It's working because nobody's doing it. Very, very few people are doing it. Why are they not doing it? Is because there's actually some moving parts. A, it's extremely labor intensive, right? You gotta, you gotta hire somebody that's like calling all day long. That cold calling person needs to be dialing 250 phone numbers a day to make it work. That means they have to be on an auto dialer. So they have to have either a Mojo dialer. We use five nine. Um, that's all. We had that all built for us. Um, the other thing is you got to get the right phone numbers, right? The, you have to have the right names and addresses, and then you actually have to data stack it or skip trace it with IDI, which means you have to go to IDI and get approved. We actually use three different providers. So what we do is we just say, look, we'll do it for you, and we're going to figure out the product that you want, right? That means you probably want single family. You probably want 1,100 square feet or 900 square feet and larger, probably in these particular zip codes. We'll go build a list. Typically, we're looking for about 15,000 names and phone numbers. And a good person, a really well-scripted sales ninja that's doing this relentlessly, they're going to work about 5,000 numbers a month. And what we're finding is that's going to convert typically about one to two deals, right? Enough warm, hot sellers to get you in front of. And, uh, and I, and I even have the numbers of what those numbers are for cold calling. Like how many, how many of those cold calling hot leads will convert into good leads that'll convert into ones that you should make an offer to close. It's actually 45. So, which is the same as direct mail, by the way, 45 leads off of direct mail, about a third of them should turn into net leads or viable leads. About half of those you should be making offers to, by the way, you should make half the other half you should make offers to but just later and then of those seven so 45 to 15 to seven making offers and you should get one in seven and that's if you're not very good so if you start really getting good at making offers and converting your conversion rates go up like i know uh who was it i was talking to jay uh justin colby you know justin he has a podcast. He's in a very competitive market, but he's one in 20. I think he's one in 22 seller uh, leads, right? Where most people are one in 45. And, um, and so anyway, why, why did I build all this stuff? A lot of people are like, gosh, Gary, you know, I'm actually, I'm actually more of a sales, like my background is in sales and sales process, building sales teams. But I had all this stuff built because A, it didn't exist. And B, I knew for me, just put me in front of the sellers so I can close them. And I had access because of my previous background, I had access to a team that, uh, that could build this for me. And so I said, hey, this is what I want. And then all of a sudden, other people said, hey, can, I, can you do that for me? And you know, it, it all took off. Cool? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, from a marketing budget standpoint, a lot of our investors might be thinking, well, you know, how do I structure this for my business? Uh, what are some of the resources that I need to allocate on this focus so that I can focus on closing deals, as you're saying, getting in front, getting in front of sellers for, for these properties? Right. So the most important thing, first off, uh, for anybody 
that is thinking about doing direct mail or cold calling, this is super important. And that is that marketing, it's a return on investment. So a lot of people are like, oh, I want to hire a free person that'll work on commission only. Or, oh, I want, you know, I don't want to pay for leads. It's like, you're paying for it. You're either broke and you're not making any money, right? Or you're paying somebody else who's who in, in your, in your, like you might be paying a realtor, right? Or you may be buying through a wholesaler. You may be paying $15,000, $10,000 wholesale fee, which is great, but there's still a cost, right? So it's a return on investment. The two most important numbers that all of us as investors that are doing this business need to know, we need to know the average profit per deal and we need to know the average cost per deal and actually doing it right by channel. So what is the cost? How much money do you have to spend in your market in order to get enough leads to make enough offers to make a deal, right? To sign enough contracts to close a deal. And, um, and so I'll just tell you, like, I just got off the phone with Clay. Clay, uh, Clay did over two, $2 million last year. Young guy, super sharp. Um, wholesaler, that's all he did was wholesaling. And off of direct mail, he did $1.3 million. Okay. And I just literally got off the phone with him. So 1.3 million is what he did in wholesale profits last year on a, on a cost per deal of $631. So he spent $631, got enough leads to close a deal. Um, he did another million is what he said, uh, cold calling. So they were taking typically the same names and addresses and then cold calling and did another million. So he did 2.3 million last year. Two years before, he did 150,000. So knowing your cost per deal, by the way, his was an 18X ROI. So that means spend a dollar, make $18. So most wholesalers, it's, it's, it's spend a dollar, make six. Spend a dollar, make 10. That's, those are good numbers. I know you know this. If, I'm not, I didn't invent any of this. This is very consistent. Um, some people, like if they, if they have not done a good job with their selling process, maybe they're getting like one and three or one and four dollars, but Clay's one and 18, right? So there's, there's traffic, that's marketing, and then there's conversion, which is sales. So both of them have to work. And what happens is I see most investors, this is, a, this is the big mistake. They get three feet from gold. They'll start doing this. And then they'll go say, oh, I got to go find the fairy dust list, right? Or I got to find a new postcard. It's like, no, 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 there is no, there is no perfect list. You know, Richter, Richter and us, REI Vault. Those are the two best lists out there, hands down. Like Chris Richter, super smart guy, but you're going to pay 30,000 bucks to get his list. You'll make a fortune off of it. Um, a lot of guys give that list to us and then we mail um, we've got the number one agent for Berkshire Hathaway. They're a big investor as well. And, uh, we were just running through their, their numbers is the same thing. It's like, know the cost per deal last year. They, their cost per deal was like 2,500 bucks a deal. And, uh, we, we, they're, they're new with us, but we think we can get that down to closer to about 1200. Right. So anyway, I don't know if that totally answers. It depends on the market. Like in California, yeah. you're going to spend California, you're going to spend a lot more money per deal. So California, you might spend an average of five to $6,000 in marketing to get enough leads to get a deal. But the profits in California, you're typically, if you're wholesaling, you're like 25,000, 30,000 
in profits, right? So your yeah. ROI is still about the same. If you're in Florida, your cost per deal is probably going to close, be closer to 2,800 bucks. If you're in the center of the country, it's going to be like Clay, you know, Clay's numbers, he's, he's in Indianapolis. So their, their cost per deal, we predicted $1,200 a deal last year. Um, and I still would this year. And he, he did it for half of that. And, and why? Because they're really good at, at closing sellers. And they're really, really good at it. And they're getting yeah. better. You're listening to The Cashflow Ninja, the show helping people all over the world create monthly cash flow and achieve freedom today, not in 10, 20, 30, and or 40 years. This is a show where cash is not king, but cash flow is king. We will be right back after a word from our sponsors. My friend Dave Zook says, you can be conventional or you can be wealthy. Pick one. Dave and his team at The Real Asset Investor have syndicated many successful real estate and ATM projects over the last decade. Now his team has an exclusive opportunity for investors in the coal space. Do you want to be part of an energy project that takes conventional coal and cleans it up by extracting liquids while releasing almost zero emissions? The sale of these liquids can produce strong double-digit cash flow and aggressive tax benefits against ordinary income, all while using America's number one most plentiful resource in a responsible, efficient manner. Now that's non-conventional. For more information on this exclusive opportunity, you can visit therealassetinvestor.com or contact the Real Asset Investor team at info at therealassetinvestor.com. Are you having a hard time finding great investment properties? Unfortunately, the best deals are rarely found locally. Successful investing begins with the right properties in the right markets. Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best deals across the United States. Our simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly cash flow. Learn how to find the best deals by downloading your free copy of The Ultimate Guide to Passive Real Estate Investing at noradarealestate.com. That's N-O-R-A-D-A realestate.com. You're listening to The Cashflow Ninja, the show helping people all over the world create monthly cash flow and achieve freedom today, not in 10, 20, 30, and or 40 years. This is a show where cash is not king, but cash flow is king. Now let's return to our interview. Would this be a, a good fit for you? Mentioned wholesaling, fix and flips. Are there certain apartments uh, that you guys will mail and call as well for some investors that are out there? Yeah, you know that's a great question. Um, typically for apartments. So this is really a great like going after single family, targeting single single family properties. Direct mail is fantastic. Typically, it's an older seller, burned out landlord, um, or inherited type of product properties where they've inherited or some sort of economic change. And, uh, but going after apartments that are larger than five units or 10 units, I, cold calling is fantastic. Direct mail is not the best method for apartments. And the reason is, and, and by the, the reason we know is we've done probably a million pieces of direct mail for, for uh, multifamily and commercial. But what happens is those direct mail pieces go to the property manager and then they get thrown away yeah. because the property manager doesn't want to lose their job, right? So they don't want right. the seller to actually get the mail. So they actually are, are, are pulling all the postcards and handwritten letters and offer packages that, that we're mailing, any of us. So cold calling is better. Going after land, though, we have people that are actually going after land and 
that actually works. So going and targeting land, we've got people that are developers in our group that are looking for like beachfront property in Southern California. And that, that works real well. Gotcha. Now as a real estate investor and as a business owner, uh, you went through the last recession, uh, through the last downturn. Um, what are some of the things that you're doing in your business? And then also with some of your real estate and anticipating another downturn, um, and maybe you could touch on some of the things that you learned as well. Some of the things that, you t- that you're taking from the last recession uh, to prepare better for a possible next one. Yeah, great, great question. Um, we got massively hit in the 2008 uh, cycle because, and, and we were anticipating it, by the way, but I didn't, I didn't realize what a systemic complete meltdown it was in late 2008, right, with the bank crisis. Those that actually had money, um, in 2009, made a fortune, right? Because the, the, the rehabbers who had access to cash were buying like almost free properties. Um, the real estate, here's what's interesting. This is, I think this is so important because um, your question I'm, we're having every day. And that is what, you know, is there going to be a, is this, is this the new normal or is this just part of the cycle? And I say, this is part of the cycle this market's going to turn and in most areas of the country. And, and by the way, the people that are prepared are going to make a fortune. The biggest transitions of wealth always happen on the market turn, right? Because yeah. it's a net zero game. The money doesn't disappear. It just goes from one group to another. Yep. And the question is, are we going to be prepared to be the other group that's going to cash in? And so, um, so, so, this is a real estate is a seven year cycle, seven to eight year cycle. It's been like that for well over a hundred years. So this current cycle started in 2008, 2009. We are at least two years beyond the, the norm. Um, it also has all the signs. So it's a bell curve. So at the top of the bell curve, this is where before it starts to go, right? Go down. So there's an up and then there's a down and there's a stage that is called euphoria. It's euphoric, where all of a sudden real estate is the hottest thing. Everybody's talking about it when the barber and the nail salon gal are talking about how they're getting into real estate is a big sign. Uh, we, some of us in, in Wall Street, they call those black swans, where you're actually seeing the black swans. They're, 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 I call it an armada of black swans right now. The late night TV commercial, guys start getting and spending a massive amounts, right? I, I can't go into 24-hour fitness without seeing Than Merrill at Fortune Builders, guy, I, friend of mine. But it's like, it's like the amount of money that's being spent on like, hey, you can get into real estate with no money out of your pocket and become rich overnight. Um, also, you know, you start seeing hedge funds and venture money going into real estate. There's so much money going into real estate right now, like Open Door, right? Zillow just announced. There's massive amounts of money late stage. So I, I see the market turning. So what did we do to prepare? Um, there's right now, this is a great wholesaling market. Whoever can control the deal flow is making the money. And, and, and Dave Dodge, a friend of mine, he has a podcast. A whole, I think he actually just wrote a new book, but a uh, young guy. But he said, Buy the, uh, uh, keep the best, sell the rest. So, so right? So, we're, I'm doing the same thing. It's like wholesaling is a great cash now, cash, cash now strategy with low risk. It's like, you know, if you're really good at getting the seller to into contract, we're flipping those deals, making a lot of money. Um, I like 
the long term, especially with owner financing, where sellers re- willing to owner finance specifically at a super low, you know, uh, uh, debt ratio. So mm-hmm. sometimes zero or low low interest over the long haul, and keep those as cash flow producing properties. So there's cash cash now, cash flow, and cash later, right? Cash now is what a lot of people do, but the idea is like, hey, are you really building wealth, or are you just creating a job for yourself? Cash now wholesaling is really a job, right? Yeah. It's a great job, could be if you're making money, but it means, hey, if you stop doing this today, are you going to have mailbox money? if you're on an island in Tahiti for the next six months to a year? And the answer is no, right? You have to continuously be pounding. That's a job. That's cash now. Cash flow is typically on rentals and lending. And then cash later is typically equity, where you're building up long-term equity and note paydowns. So uh, all three of those are important for wealth building. So I like long-term, long-term, super you know, wealthy, especially free and clear properties. And then I love lending. So I'm also, I'm doing lending right now is also a hedge against uh, a downturn. And so I'm lending in first position, super low LTV loans, like just funded a $250,000 loan where the seller actually put 400,000 down. Right. So I don't, the market could collapse. I look at the properties. Could the market completely implode. I'm in California. The answer is most likely it will, I believe, my opinion. And uh, would there could there be an earthquake and could I be dealing with a bunch of wood? And the, if the answer is yes, I would still like be happy for 250000 down because, you know, as a, as a real estate investor, it's like we want to buy cheap properties. That's my worst case scenario is I'm buying super cheap properties. Yeah. Absolutely. And in your industry, you, you're always in or you, this industry and in your niche, you're always studying, I mean, with the marketing side of it as well in the technology. And one habit I've observed from wealthy and successful people is that they're always studying new subjects and learning new skill sets. What are you currently studying and what new skill sets are you currently learning? Yeah. So I am a huge student. Um, uh, gosh, I, I probably learn and, and I just turned 50 as well. So I, I, what I realized today is I know less, I, I know less today than what I thought 10 years ago. I, I, it's like, I, I'm usually coming from a, a humble perspective. Um, one thing, one thing that's changed for me, I was, I, I, I've been a workaholic my whole life. Um, it, my, my family came at a huge sacrifice. So 2004, all I knew was working hard. So when I got into real estate, I didn't want to do it anymore, but I manifested what I knew. And um, I, I always thought that nobody would work as hard as me on my team and uh, nobody could be accountable and run through walls for me. And, and, and so one of the things that's fundamentally changed is I, over the last three to four years, I've built a really amazing team. So one thing I'm really good at, and what you, what you said as a student, what am I a student? This is probably one of the best books. I've shared this with a lot of people, but Traction mm-hmm. by Gino Wickman. Yep. This is a life changer for me. We, I, have, I have three coaches, so I'm a big fan of having coaches. So I have a Traction coach. We've had him for four years. Um, every quarter, we go off-site. I, I, I rent a big house. Uh, we did it in Tahoe, Lake Tahoe, and then went skiing. I've been, we've been, we did it in Maui. The next one we're doing in um, actually Scottsdale, Arizona. So we go and, and really put together the plan and you know, 
did we do what we said we were going to do? And then, um, so we've implemented traction, um, you know, investing in team, investing in a good building a team. Like most people, this is the biggest mistake of, of people. People try to do too much themselves and they don't, really understand the value of their time because the one thing we don't have you can the money goes up and down right but the one thing we don't have that's fixed is time and so really understanding like hey as a real estate investor or entrepreneur business owner right we're really what we are is business owners we're looking for a business right that can operate ultimately without us to give us the lifestyle and the financial freedom. And so people will focus on OPM using other people's money, but they forget the value of OPT, like other people's time, other people's experiences, other people's resources. And so, you know, they'll, you know, focus on the 250 to a thousand dollar an hour, you know, activities like making offers, closing deals, building a team, raising money. Right. And then yep. going into the next market, um, not on finding a postcard, cleaning up a list, uh, making phone calls, like playing around with Podio, tinkering around with whatever. It's a complete, it's, it's, it's necessary, just not by us. Right. Right. And, and so that's, that's been a fundamental thing. Um, being in unity with your wife. I think my wife, uh, she's not t- super active in the business, but I have found to get the blessing, like be in, be in unity with your, your spouse or your business partner. Uh, I won't make any real big decisions without being in unity because actually it's biblical, right? Um, mm-hmm. you get, it's a blessing. And I, I you know, I, I, I made too many decisions and I look back and it's like, man, what was I thinking? Like I literally came home with a brand new sports car, uh, a convertible BMW 650i. And I didn't even actually even ask my wife. And I'm like, what the heck was I thinking? Now I drive a Ford F-250 truck, you know, in California that stands out like a sore thumb, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I don't know if that helps, but you know, for the listeners, it's like, I've learned through the school of hard knocks of what not to do. And I love sharing like, Hey, you don't, you know, there's, this business is incredible. This is a, this is one of the largest wealth building industries. Uh, This is one of the best times that I've ever seen in all the years, but there is a best practice of what to do and what not to do. You know this as well. I always tell everybody like coaching students, we have a traction coaching program uh, for some of our members in REI Vault because I think it's so important. Um, But I always tell, you know, in this business, there's like always eight doors in front of us. And two of the doors that you go through lead to wealth, financial freedom, time freedom. The other six are booby traps, rabbit holes, waste yep. of time, and possibly complete life killers, right? Uh, marriage destroyers, et cetera. Like, you know, and, and so what's the value of finding those two right, correct doors? And so masterminds, really good coaching, you know, interacting with other people, like-minded people um, who are willing to share you know, because the market's turning and it's like, what's the value of, of, of learning? And so I, I, I'm in eight masterminds as an example. Um, I'm in Kent Clothier with Sean Terry in their boardroom. I was part of Collective Genius for years. Um, I do one down in, in Mexico with a group of 34 hitters. Um, super, you know, that plus coaching 
And don't reinvent the wheel in this business. Like go find who has it working. That's the real deal. That's really doing the business today and then replicate it. Right. Yep. You Absolutely. know, it's exactly the same stuff that you teach and, and share with your, uh, your, your listeners. It's a th- common theme. Yep. Success leaves clues, right? There's a blueprint. Yeah. Success leaves clues. Amen, brother. <laughs> now, a core message in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So, Gary, um, if you cannot pass on any money to future generations and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Build a foundation on rock, not sand. Um, That's a biblical principle. Build it on rock because, you know, when the times come and the, the floods come, you know, the markets turn and stuff, those that are built on a foundation of rock, right, of integrity, of uh building a great culture, of doing it right, right, doing it legal. Those are important. Number two, um, we're, you know, have a set, know a vision, like know, have a vision. It's one thing that very few investors do and they know they need to do it because they're, they're, but have a vision. Like, where are you going? Where do you want to go? Like in three to four to five years, what do you want your life to look like? What do you want your family? Who do you want to be hanging out you know, um, a lot of people get stuck on trying to do like the hundred deals a year or, you know, put $10 million in their bank account. That is a booby trap door. What it is, is how much passive income do you need to be wealthy, which is typically not even a mu- a much. It's, it's greater than your expenses. So that's the thing to focus on of getting like 10 or 20 or $30,000 of passive mailbox money in, you know, and it might take a couple of years to do, but being really relentless on that, um, you know, we, we build on a, a group of, we have core values. So I think that's so important, especially if you're going to build, whether even if you're in, an individual, having a set of values, we, you can go out to realestateinvestor.com and you can see our five core values, five and six core values. Like, you know, those are who we attract. Like when we're interacting, like people can't just become a, uh, we're not a vendor with REI Vault. They have to apply to become a member. Um, it is exclusive. It's a semi-exclusive group. And we're valuing, are these people of the same core values as us and who we partner with and uh, you know everything that we do? I think that's important. I mentioned being in unity. Um, then the other thing is really understand what money is. If you're in this business, real estate is a vehicle right? We're really business owners. We are not true investors. Most of us on this, even on the people on your call are not, most investors are long-term buy and hold. They've got cash and they're all about buy and hold, right? And taking advantage of the long-term appreciation. Um, Most of us are business owners. And so treat it as such and understand that it just happens that real estate is the financial, it's the vehicle. And then it's a financial game. It's uh, real estate is a financial game and it's all about leverage. You're either leveraging money or you're leveraging people, preferably both. And, um, and, 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 and understanding that now, if you don't understand that it's a, you're, it's a food chain. Where are you in the food chain? If you don't understand that you're really at the bottom of the food chain, right? The the banks, what are the biggest, the banks are really ultimately what we want to be learning how to become a banker. Banker means lender. And understanding that most lenders, by the way, don't use any of their own money. 
including the banks, by the way. Right. It's all understanding, you know, the value of interest. Compound interest is an interesting concept, too, if you're on the right side of it. And um, and and so as those are the things really to understand, um, because it's really easy to get lost in this business. Right. Everybody's saying, go down this booby trap door and, you know, this next seminar thing that you're, you know, guru that's teaching this next thing. And and it's like it's really easy to get lost. So also focus and tenacity. I talked, I did an interview with Steve Carlson for one of our podcasts. He'd been around a long, long time. Really, He's, you know, his thing was, you know, his spouse being in unity. The second is uh, multiple offers. So he was about, you know, also that's around, you know, cash flow, cash, cash, uh, cash now, cash flow, cash later. And then the importance of having a team around you, right? Even if you're not there today, that should part be part of the plan ultimately of of having that vision. So hopefully that helps. I know I told you I I'm not one to give you a yes or no answer. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Thank you for sharing. I mean, this has been super super valuable, and my listeners are definitely enjoying all this. Gary, where can my listeners learn more about you? Uh, all all of the projects that you're involved with. Where can they find out more information about your companies and where can they be, uh, stay in touch? Yeah, great great question. Um, REI Vault is um, the best place to go, R-E-I and then V-A-U-L-T, like bank vault. Um, we, there's a button that says, hey, see if you qualify and it'll ask you some questions. You can schedule an appointment. Um, there's no sales cycle. It's really, hey, is this a good fit? Who's a good fit for us? Somebody that is looking to scale their business. They've had some success. They need more help. They value the having an expert team at 10 bucks an hour rather than them doing it. Like somebody, instead of hiring a VA, you still have to manage, train, right? Keep them busy. It's like, why not just have the unicorn perfect VA, which is, which is a team like us. We're not outsourced. We're really an extension of your team. So you could come and if you think it's a fit, you can uh, interact with us and ask questions. And uh, we got a ton of stuff on our site and uh, tools, et cetera. Um, yeah, so that would be it. And then uh, realestateinvestor.com is another site. We, uh, we're we going to do more with that, but that's the company I own, realestateinvestor.com. That has our core values, some swipe copy and things like that, that, that uh, just a ton of tools. We've got a blog. I'm constantly posting. We've got a podcast called realestateinvestor.com huddle. That is fairly new. And um, yeah, just if, you, if, if it helps you, we love to hear on Facebook, hey, this, this was a really good thing or something that you need help on because this is a market, right? It's been incredibly good for me. It's been incredibly good for you. It's awesome to be able to also pass back to others so that they don't have to make the same crazy mistakes that you and I made, right? Um, it's what I love about information's free. It's like you just have to access it. And so I've, I've really embraced that and and it's it's been great because we get the right people with you know that are the right people to join REI Vault and uh, love doing it. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge and providing so much value for my listeners. Yeah, absolutely. This is a pleasure. Thank you and thank everybody uh, on this on this on the show. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually but also diversify their capital from any economic 
market, and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion-dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you're an accredited investor, you can also now participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments for number of solutions at cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. Thank you again for joining me on the Cashflow Ninja. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here, please subscribe, rate, and write a review for our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. If you're not a subscriber to our newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com. I want to thank you for spending your most precious resource with me today, your time. Until next time, my friend, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.